everyone welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode the penultimate episode of upload season two episode six entitled the outing written by yale green directed by jeffrey blitz i gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10 i i think this is my favorite episode of the season thus far um we finally got to get some answers but also i just really liked the the outing in itself i thought it was fun to have four of the main characters you know exchanging dialogue in the <laughs> you know in the same scenes that is outside of lakeview and they take a day trip out to new york city and i, I thought it was uh thought it was a, a really good uh pace away from all the other shit that's been going on and of course i i love alicia and her interactions with luke um they were a lot of fun and uh nora continues to be a little bit of a gnat on the wall (laughs) but i think they're using her character to to kind of show you know what it's like to be idealistic but not realistic um and i think that that's a a very fair contrast and comparison between the two women so I, i like where they were going with that even if it did trigger just a little bit before we jump into the recap you can go down to the review section drop some stars leave said review very much appreciate it you can also find my social media there as well remember to like share subscribe and uh if you want to send feedback for our finale episode which is called download apparently and i think we know where that's going you can send it to blackercouch at gmail.com so we start this episode with david choke uh meeting up with a a new threat on the board which is his brother they are having a vote in which he will regain proxy except david's like no 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 i will (laughs) be there to vote he's like what you don't trust me yeah well dad said you know if you want something done right do it yourself and also not to trust you nora gets the notification that choke has downloaded into a robot body and gone to new york city so she calls nathan and says how would you like to figure out what's going on because that's a smart thing we should have been doing for the last five episodes uh (laughs) and follow the man that had you murdered because for some reason they didn't put one and two together of why he had to be taken off the board um she enlists because she he's like oh yeah i don't have nothing to do because all he's ever doing is standing in that (laughs) fucked up uh sauna room where he can be off grid and he ends up roping luke into the whole thing like yeah uh we can go and have a good time just hanging out on new york city by getting this day pass and luke's all about it like yeah i've never seen new york city even though he doesn't know anything about what could possibly be there he's like we can see the bean that's chicago what about hamilton close enough if you think that's the name of a bridge 
he is so silly <laughs> then he says the girls would love it he's like the girls and alicia gets roped in and considering so much the fact that they both have friends nathan and nora that would totally be down with them no matter what and they keep utilizing them only when necessary i think is a shitty thing to do as a friend trying to pursue this hierarchical uh robin hood thing they got going on which is cute and fine or whatever but also this was supposed to be about us and enjoying ourselves with the two men that we're really kind of into even if one doesn't want to actually admit it (laughs) yeah we talking about you alicia so they go out uh with their computer screens i thought that was adorable (laughs) and of course lou gotta make the trash ass comment why you out there get your chlamydia pill alicia no you big piece of shit so they go to new york city they start off on the subway and i recognize that because i've actually been on that exact subway (laughs) and uh he's like oh look over here and over there and over there (laughs) he wants her to look at the the brooklyn bridge that's coming up but she accidentally flips her pad and it's just on her tits and (laughs) luke went into a whole ass trance i'm the ice cream man she chunky monkey she like the trolley swirly in my vanilla coupe. She like my sugar cone seeds. I just took off the roof. Meanwhile, Nora gets a notification that Choke is in his office building. So Nathan says, Well, I really want to go to that office building because, you know, I just want to see what it looks like. Of course, that sounds boring as hell. Nobody wants to do that if you're going out on an exciting time bringing two dead people that never saw the world or saw where you lived and get to enjoy things but no uh they're going after this mystery instead so they go to the building they go to the lobby they realize that freon is also being housed in that building nate thinks maybe this is a good pr stunt to say hey we we're helping the poor by leasing them offices in one of the biggest corporations uh both (laughs) alicia and and uh luke is not too into it but when he goes outside he's like look there's the titanic he's like let me be put up there so i can be jack and then he goes up there (laughs) and he's like i'm she's like hold on jack he's like no i'm rose you're jack she's like uh don't you think you should be jack because you're dead (laughs) but they do i'm the king of the world that is so cute the fact that alicia would do it for him even though he gets on her absolute and utter nerves they then decide because she's like i've been walking i'm tired uh she did leave to go see the top of the empire state building but she's like that shit is 150 (laughs) dollars so they go to a restaurant that choke is at next because uh she said she wanted to eat and it's a good way to fold her in to agreeing to go to this high class restaurant where choke is in a robot uh body meeting with a woman 
that is a funny thing that nathan says i wonder what he's eating (laughs) i'm sure he's doing just like y'all did uh i'm gonna eat in the ai you eat in the real life so then homegirl's like look we need we can go in and eat here but she's like fuck that i am about to go eat some some good cheap shit and you're about to come along so they go and get some i don't even know what it was a something fried uh i don't know but they look like they were burritos and they go sit in the park with their boys and i like this because we don't get much of their personal background personal stories get to know something and the fact that it's two seasons in and we're just now learning that alicia's home life is that she lives in a shipping container the fact that she has a second job uh these are things that maybe we should have known way earlier to flesh out these characters the fact that you have nora talking about the things that you know she's passionate about like yeah i love working at lakeview but lakeview was uh it was started or horizon so to speak was started by you know the public funds they they paid towards this and uh she knows that the afterlife should be free people should be able to come and go as they please like in the park uh, where they're looking at life and that is you know very important the fact that you guys are dead and you never appreciate living because i'm sure it's cool to exist in an artificial place where you can get anything you want but it is artificial and there is an awareness of that versus you can smell things taste things there seems to be issues in the digital world uh the boys are getting their falafel (laughs) via the ai guy who is starting to become like my third favorite character on this show (laughs) as he looks in because he definitely wants to be a real boy and he's like is that the outside world and they're like yeah get the fuck out get the fuck out nope 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 we're not going down this rabbit hole with you (laughs) besides we're on dates we're having a vacation um that was actually like your life is a vacation is what nora told him (laughs) but i want a vacation for my vacation and uh we have alicia who can scan a barcode to see a house listing and she thinks if she gets another promotion at one or the other jobs that she has she'll be able to afford something like that and she says my shipping container i still need to get roommates and this is something that i ideally want luke says i'm guessing it is out of your pay scope and she's like yeah it is and that's where it got the conversation where nora was kind of judgy a little bit like you know if you move up in horizon they're just gonna make you do things that you didn't want to do bitch did you just not get a promotion excuse me what the eh? not only that but you enjoyed the fact that you got said promotion like you were really down for it which is the reason why you and the the other dude fell out mateo he ain't even been around you left him outside on the on the he probably even sleep out there he's like fuck this i'm going back to where i actually have a bed i have no reason to be here i was only here because you was here because the mission is already over uh and then them having that uh really nice moment be ended by not only that judging from a hypocrite but also she gets another notification and makes them go to where they live 
in in the Bronx I don't know Brooklyn I couldn't remember where they said <laughs> but they, I'm like damn that's rude man she's like oh let's go and I'm like this is someone who's trying to enjoy themselves she didn't even get to finish her her sandwich and you just you're tying her in your wake and the fact that at the end of this episode she did not only did not get that but did not apologize really pissed me off um but uh she goes with her because that's her friend and nathan's acting like he's the one that's precipitating all this they go into their own neighborhood she's like i used to go to high school with those people Woohoo! and, they, and like one person responded <laughs> i bet you i don't know you <laughs> and then alicia reveals that she misses high school and that she used to be a part of uh yeah because nora says what what were you like after nathan asks and she's like yeah i was the basically the valid victorian <laughs> i was a bit of a genius and alicia says no i had brains and i was on I, she said i was athletic and i was on the something i don't remember but she did this little drill team thing because <laughs> she put it down and she showed uh luke one of her little dance routines which did feel like she was on a stripper pole just shake that ass bitch and let me see what you got just shake that ass bitch and let me see what you got he's like i'm gonna need you to um do that i mean i missed that one part uh as he slides <laughs> the pillow over his massive erection i just think they're the cutest <laughs> they're the only ship i want to ship at this point <laughs> i'm so tired of the other self-righteous too <laughs> it's not personal it's not personal it's just i've had a lot of that uh aura going around a bit and i need a break from it um so while she's showing luke that nora and nathan go over to a freon building and then they finally come to the conclusion after looking through where all of the freon office locations are they realize there's only one in new york and one in los angeles but hundreds in other places like florida and pennsylvania that really wouldn't matter because like wouldn't you want freon to be available to the people in the poorest states but no they figure out that the system is pretty much rigged or designed to get poor voters into uploading so that they can then dominate the election results this is a huge leap in logic but sure that makes a whole lot of sense um <laughs> i don't know if i got that level of dubiousness throughout these first two seasons but sure drop that in there i think they didn't really uh they didn't really massage that well into the plot line even though it's a good reasoning it just wasn't dulled out in any good manner maybe because we was too focused on dumbass nora and nathan shit when he's like i love you and then she's like i know and then he's like what i mean i'm like oh just 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 yeah we know we all know at this point the reason why y'all are choosing not to be together at this point because you don't want to just do it for plot reasons <laughs> so 
alicia comes over figuring out after listening to them overhearing them that so this is why you've been dragging me all over the place today and she basically tells her friend that she's selfish if she decides to to move up in the company and to to do more things to do what she wants to do uh because she should hold on to her morale that's what i was uh triggered by because i felt her in that moment like well maybe if you had asked me and i would have done it anyway because that's what friends do for each other and you over here calling me selfish like fuck you and then she walks off and i'm totally with her in that moment because you didn't even give me that you judged me before you gave me the opportunity to respond and then since when have i not had your back that's where i'm like nora get your shit you are too busy up in trying to be nathan's girlfriend that you really just shitting on everybody around you have you called your dad recently the last time i checked he was about to die so to me that whole scene really made me want to slap nora especially when she didn't start walking after her and she had some cutesy moment with nathan because luke was right i think you should leave right now because i feel like luke should uh is feeling the exact same way like why couldn't you think to just tell me as if i don't know what's going on as if i haven't been helping and supporting you even though i don't even 100 percent agree with y'all relationship right now i feel like alicia is the mature smart one thinking more abstract you know and i love what luke said to her because she was like she just really shadow me like that and he's like you have nothing to be ashamed of you know no one's walked in your shoes no one knows your story you living in a fucking crate we know that nora ain't living in a fucking uh crate (laughs) we saw her apartment right she was at least able to put a plan out there like i'm coming from a different place in society even than you ma'am and i've had to struggle and work for what I, i am accomplishing and i shouldn't feel bad for wanting what i want and and you know i'm not saying i'm selling my soul right because she is of course aware of the fact that they are taking people's dreams but i I think there is something to be said by getting up into that crowd and doing things from the inside and that's what most people don't understand they love to jump on platforms and idealistically talk all day that's what it where it separated for me where it's all about what the right thing is and and that's all nice when it's words right when it's just ideas implementing them requires some sacrifice to what you are willing to do to accomplish the bigger goal a lot of people don't like to look at the fucking bigger picture they like to stay narrow-minded and thus i understand that nora and nathan want to change the world uh you know they talked in the hallway where she's like i don't want to be one of those people that doesn't stop fighting just because other people aren't doing it your way doesn't mean they aren't fighting and you need to open yourself up to that and understand that you can still be valid in your way without invalidating someone else's way we are not all meant to play the same role right and i think that's where people don't understand and that's what respect is right that's why we suck at politics right now currently uh because we 
put ourselves in these categories and we're not flexible or inflexible in our thought process uh nora kind of has just just i don't know between him being mm, I i didn't like that scene i didn't because she didn't go after her friend and apologize and that's the first thing she should have did like fuck you nathan at this moment you know what i was helping you but she's absolutely right instead of having a cutesy moment i'm gonna go find my friend and repair a relationship that i have and that's important to me and yes yours is as well but come on just really so let's go to the uh she said she told him she looked at the screen she's like that thank you that was actually really nice to say to me uh and he he, he said i don't judge he's like i know because you're still fucking mildred and she thinks people should be euthanized <laughs> he's like yeah I'm- almost missed my favorite part about alicia and luke uh this episode when she's like it's not weird between you two because of the sex dream she's like hell no then as soon as he his face pops up she's like hey (laughs) and he's like something (laughs) he's like fuck me (laughs) oh can we just make the show about them now uh, at least they did listen to me and there's 10 times more alicia and luke than there was last season so next season <laughs> just make them the show let's go to our second story arc which i didn't hate i really didn't i actually thought it was kind of heartwarming and i understand that ingrid's not going to be anybody's favorite character she's not doing the right but i can i feel empathy if not sympathy for her you know she's in the bathtub she's clearly given up a lot a lot more than we saw in first season right she's all splotchy (laughs) she's living in her tub right she is uh i think what the ai said to her was probably uh the most kind thing to see it is deception in a lot of ways it really is but it's also coming from a broken place of love of of uh, not being loved and she gets a visit from her mom and her brother who uh want to talk to her about uh i don't know her fit yeah right like come out of the bathtub why are you trying to sacrifice all of this for a man that your father killed (laughs) basically is what she confirmed (laughs) and this was all during her her baby uh social working visit they it's tensely the ai guy and ian ian comes to the door kindness there you get a zero for that <laughs> and then uh tensely comes in wants to go through her closet uh, she's happy to see all her shoes somehow gets lost in one of her dresses and ivan's like yeah materialistic or not materialistic you get a one out of like five no out of ten <laughs> he was basically dragging the shit out of her like who gets a baby and kills it in 24 hours you have like what did you do to that thing and then you have a moment after her talking with her mom where she says you know or she makes a commitment like you know what i am going when i'm a mother i'm going to love my child i'm gonna do better 
Uh, I'm not going to treat them like they're the worst mistake I ever met. And that's exactly what she is trying to find with Nathan at this moment. She's really, as I stated earlier, only ever been loved by one person. And that feeling is something that she can't now live without because it's so rare in her life. Even if it is toxic at this point because she can't let it go. Um, and her mom being like, well, you want the worst thing. And then she looks at her brother. <laughs> It was like uh why is everybody eyeballing me and that's also a shitty thing to say but uh he is also an absolute idiot it's like good one mom did he say mommy actually he did say mommy because i was like who says mommy <laughs> except for a toddler uh so after that she comes back to the other people not realizing that she's not in a system glitch they're really stupid and they work for horizon but the ai guy well also nathan is the same way he's he's dumb but the ai guy figures it out and he says he asks uh the others left and he says i just got one question for you why are you pretending to be uploaded and she says she tells him you know i love him i love him and i don't want to let that go when you love someone you you do this type of crazy stuff because love does make you do crazy things that's what it says on the on the wrapper <laughs> and so he says look you're willing to sacrifice your own happiness you could be out there in the real world living your own life and you're willing to do this for an unintermittent amount of time for love yeah you could have a baby <laughs> it's not the biggest thing but that's what they say for a child all you have to do is want to love them and then we see at the end of the episode the big part because she hugs him thanks him and at the end of the episode she is in a facility where she is regrowing nathan's new body something he does not know and which makes a whole lot of sense of why she would be making all of this sacrifice if she can indeed bring him back to life so uh that was a big twist didn't see that coming at all because <laughs> the last time we checked this is not a successful operation or procedure but we know that's something that they're looking into in the future particularly choke so that he can have eternal life because we saw those bodies uh so it would make sense at the twilight hour we realized that is something that ingrid is doing as well and what does that mean now going forward i actually think that's pretty interesting it's a different take on uh the whole the whole thing that the, uh, but the other part is kind of like nora you're just gonna be with him then you guys are gonna because someone has to stay at verizon or uh, verizon horizon and yeah i think that'll be the alicia luke story arc that's 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 smart to branch them off to put the other two in the real world and then you have the other two on the inside i think that would be a smart amount of storytelling to do if this gets a season three it hasn't been renewed yet but uh i think it would get a season three um it's not like it's the most expensive show in the world <laughs> uh and then with the cut down order of seven you know I, I think that it's doing well enough to warrant a season three and i do want to see how this at least ends and i don't think they're gonna 
they, they're introducing some really cool concepts at the end that would make a really great season three uh so i'm looking forward to that uh once again ingrid is is gonna come to it's gonna come to what she has done that's probably gonna be the end of the relationship but i'm sure he's gonna feel some type of at least uh because technically if it wasn't for ingrid nora would never have met him <laughs> would never have fallen in love she did technically save his life after her father took his life and she's been doing that since then and if that's not from a place of love even if it's a fucked up place of love uh it is coming from a a pure thing and i think that if, if she were to like hijack his body that's when we'd like what the fuck but i, I think if she's able to let him go and she can get her baby because they've been putting a lot into this digital baby so i think that she might actually find some peace in a different place in a different world you know because she said i want this i want the cycle to stop with me and she does just need someone to love so seeing her with a baby that would be fun and her and ai guy i thought it was going to be tinsley and ai guy because she's like i'm still single <laughs> but i i i am kind of i think that's someone dumb enough that would be a good fit for her so uh and he does seem to be in her uh want her personal happiness and he says i i do love you at least i love you even though she didn't want that kind of love so that is the end of my recap like i said a really good episode did i say i gave it a 9 out of 9.8 out of 10 well now you know i gave it a 9.8 out of 10 so let's hop on into the mailbag Hey Christina, it's me, Shy. Now that I've been properly chastised um, by you in regards to uh, <laughs> my feedback and getting my crap to you in a timely manner today, um, I still gotta watch uh, the Vikings finale. So um, I'm gonna do that as soon as I. I haven't watched anything. I told you I, I can't watch stuff during the week um but anyway i finished watching upload and this is episode six so the penultimate episode so i can't believe this season is about to come to an end um seem like our shows are uh winding down uh that we've been watching of late um just in time saw the stranger things um trailer so looking forward to that that's coming up so we got things coming in to replace it so very excited it's about dang time how long has it been since season three was it season three yeah whatever the last season was anyways i'm totally off track here um all right this this was um i i mean i'm i mean it is a penultimate episode mind you so we're getting somewhere i mean i feel like I mean, I've, I mean, you were saying it too, Christine. I feel like we've been spinning our wheels a little bit, kind of like, I don't know if they're trying to prolong um, whatever is happening. Because um, I, I mean, I just, I, obviously, we're gonna be left with a cliff, cliffhanger for the finale because I feel like we we're, we're just now getting started and getting answers, and it's already the penultimate episode. Um, so this one, uh, we have. Um, Nora talking about them going out on an outing um, to, 
I guess, spy on, what's his name? Choke, the choke guy and see what's going on with that. Um, for some reason, she felt like she had to trick Alicia into going with her. And I'm like, not quite understanding that rationale. So I was totally on board with Alicia with that. And even if that wasn't, even if she didn't want to go, it's like, I mean, she knows what's going on. She, even if she doesn't totally, is not totally on board with the rationale or whatever is going on in regards to the murder mystery of uh, Nathan, I mean, she, why would you keep that? For, I mean, it just, again, I know it's supposed to be for, I, I guess, laughs or to give some back and forth. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure why they chose, felt that it was necessary to keep Alicia in the dark and Luke in the dark when they all know what's going on and they all know that Nathan was murdered. And, it, you know, so it just it just I, I don't know. I mean, there's a word I it can't it's not coming to me on why they thought that this was a good choice you know like oh they were it's funny i guess is a word to keep them running around at least alicia and luke like a chicken with their head cut off while oh let's go here let's go here and have alicia's um reaction to that um, i don't know not sure but i just find it interesting you know by the way alicia and luke i i think i said it in pre the last season but i just i adore them so much and their back and forth is just so so good i i i mean i would ship them more so than nora and nathan because i just love they're so opposite and so you know just and then they'll have these moments just like in this episode where he's just so considerate i mean he's only like that with her it's like and and it's just something about that dynamic that it really appeals to me uh I, I mean I for lack of better word I don't know that you know frenemies you know kind of thing um but yeah and of course he was cracking me up when <laughs> a few times that he was uh lent his attraction to Alicia's show one time with and looking at her boobs and he just tuned everything else out and then when she was doing her high school dance that that man is a hot mess um as for um Nora and Nathan they ended up finding out that this all had political influences and putting up free freeman freon freeon whatever free whatever freon i forget the name of it um <clears throat> You know, the putting them all over the swing states to swing the votes and stuff. So that's very relevant to the type of situation, real world type stuff that goes on, the shenanigans, the political, uh, political shit that these politicians do, um, shady shit um, that they do to try to get votes in their favor. I mean, as y'all, um, the infamous recount in Georgia where I am at. You know, that whole damn thing, you know, it's just amazing what these politicians try to come up with to uh, stifle the votes or, or whatever the case may be. Keep black people, minorities, um, poor people from voting um, so that this votes can swing in their favor. And so, yeah, anyways, um, there's that aspect of it. So we've gone in that direction in regards to um, what's going on, what Choke's agenda is, what's that this is even be bigger than Choke. 
um, at this point. So um, maybe that's something we'll be delving into, which again goes into why he was, Nathan was murdered because this thing just went whole this a whole nother level of conspiracy. Then we got Ingrid, who's still trying to have a baby, um, and so they cracked me up. You went, you just broke the record from birth to death in 24 hours. <laughs> Thought that was funny, um, but I wasn't aware her family knew she was pretending. Did that come up before? I thought that, I mean, no, they, her family just let her do her own thing, that she wasn't associating with her family, so they had no idea what she was doing. But that girl, she needs to stay out of that suit. You know, you see the rash, she breaking out. Like, girl, can you not? And then her mom is like, oh, yeah, um, I wish you can have a real addiction like cocaine. Like, really, mom? Uh, I think this would be the lesser of the evils. But, yeah, of course, when you're from a dysfunctional type of family, that would be the thought process. It never fails. Every time I start recording um, one of my kids call, it never fails. But anyway, um, and then, yeah, and then the, and you know, the, the AI guy is like, oh, because you, however he said it, I'm like, dude, uh, AI guy, go somewhere and sit down. You know, <laughs> she does not deserve a baby because she is pretending to be dead all in the name of love. That's toxic as hell. I mean, that's the reason why she don't deserve a child. I mean, her, that is... <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. Anyways, so here's his, the rationale. Oh, you know, you're making yourself uncomfortable. That's what it was uh, for love, for in the name of love. Uh, so she's lying to her boyfriend. She's misleading him. And, in, <laughs> and this is the foundation for having a child together. Oh, okay. That's why you're the AI guy. But anyways, um, so we have that going on and of course we see at the end that she's growing a Nathan. Yay! A clone of Nathan, a, the body of Nathan to put in, I, I don't know, grow his sperm. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, so that's going to be interesting for the next episode. Um, did I see that already? I don't even, it's so many. It's like, I'm forgetting Um no, I mean, did they mention? Uh, I don't even remember. So that's all I got uh, on that note. Um, look forward to the finale. Obviously, that's gonna still leave us with a bunch of questions because I can't imagine this all being concluded in 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, it took them quite a while to get this story moving to where we are, and I feel, yeah, I think you mentioned it, Christina. It just felt like it. We got a lot of stuff but not a lot of um story progression and so um we got more of it in this one but again we only got one episode left so that's all i have for this one until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was queen shy with her thoughts on the episode uh, I didn't chast. I was chastised, and she don't tell the whole story. You see how she didn't tell none of it. I was just minding my own business, bruh. And I gave them. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do upload, and then I'm gonna do Vikings, and I'm gonna do Jones Chronicles, and I'm gonna record Moon Knight. Right now, to be fair, I do bite off more than I can chew. I can say this. I can totally say this was the plan. 
so when i throw it out there i'm th- i'm going this is the optimistic plan today so then she just uh after i did that she had to put out there some gifts side out of me like bitch you know you ain't gonna do all that shit today so then so then i was like oh oh you trying to you trying to you trying to come for me you trying to come for me i actually already have two of the three podcast or uh, four podcasts already recorded because i did them yesterday right right show you right so right when i say that instead of just you know bowing out gracefully like okay mm-hmm, i got you i see you i feel you she gonna talk about just saying i was like just saying oh 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 okay 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 how about this where that rick and morty from last week where that rick and morty from last week bruh i've been holding that rick and morty for all this time for you bruh i've been holding it for you and then i replied just saying <laughs> so that was the whole story that was the whole story chastisement for uh timely feedback nah, 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 i wasn't saying shit you started all that uh this episode yes they did uh take forever just to get to this point <laughs> which is exciting going forward cannot cannot doubt uh we agree there um i'm same thing with alicia like the fact that you get and i understand the word you were trying to say which is contrived like it felt like a contrived plot point but i think it's rather consistent with how nora has been all season she's been selfish as fuck so to call someone else selfish as fuck is kind of ironic because she's been all up in her i love nathan i have to save nathan i need to say i like and part of me feels like and i'm just being a real 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 the circumstances is elevating the feelings that they're feeling and the fact that they can't really be together be together is also part of that because part of me feels this relationship cannot last in another 15 years because it's blown out of proportion early in the beginning of said relationship i know it's fiction i know it's fiction but i'm saying if this was the real life (laughs) and i'm totally with you i am not so much on the nathan nora ship as i am on the alicia luke ship i'm like oh i love them nora and and they got me rolling my eyes rolling them very hard and uh why you always got me be the default defend white woman or white women stands over here <laughs> i'm not disagreeing with anything that you're saying i'm saying that i have empathy for her i do um i, I is it necessary i mean because we're mothers right because we're like yeah that's not what you but that's that's in an ideal world right let's be real most people pop out children out of their pussy because it was a mistake because they came they had no options ain't nobody really ready for uh motherhood i know mothers who are still selfish as fuck i got like two sisters right so to me in that moment where he's saying you know you have a capacity to love and when you do yes you can it can be a little toxic it could be a little whatever but you still are willing to go above and beyond for what you do feel that you loved yes with her and nathan no but if maybe she had a baby with someone else i mean is she gonna be the best parent no because that shit gotta be taught but you could also teach yourself right the fact that she even had the grief every parent out there aren't great parents it's just these are the facts and i think she would need a lot a lot of help 
in her heart and her core she truly does want to be better than what she was raised and of course it's going to take her harder to get to that other side because of how how she was brought up and being in doctrine and that it's not so easy to just and then you're okay yes we know she's deceiving nathan it's so a deception but i kind of look at nathan like well you ain't fucking telling the truth i mean you literally fucking this chick right here and also running off with another woman so if we got a judge <laughs> and he can say he was honor bound to do it but you technically weren't so that was your decision because you was in your feelings about the kind of person you are uh i maybe that's why i'm a little bit more empathetic <laughs> because i don't see the situation great period it's not like you treating this person like a person you treat her like shit as it is because you ain't down with her she's not what you want so on and so forth but you knew that when you signed up for that shit and then now that it's no longer your taste well that's fair but you need to end it like a man would do and whether she uploaded for you or died for you or died it's like okay we can be friends that you, you i mean i'm not really feeling too bad for someone who got his dick wet and a super hot chick that <laughs> was <laughs> just claiming to be in love with like four weeks ago i don't even know how long it's been uh that's all i gotta say towards that <laughs> but everything else i agree with you on the episode queen mimi is out there in the world you know getting ready for her weekend plans because her double d's got their birthdays within the same time span or week so we are going to see her next week in the finale since this is a finale i think i will hold vikings since that's the finale and give her some time to respond but we are going to wrap up if you want to send feedback on the next episode which is the finale episode 8 blackercouch.gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic